Hello everyone, it's Joey here, and Trump has approved the TikTok Oracle partnership. NVIDIA is buying ARM. Apple temporarily waives its 30% fee for Facebook events while they're being fought by a coalition of other companies who have a problem with that fee. RTX 3000 series graphics cards are having problems, particularly when overclocked. There's a molecule that causes electricity-breathing bacteria. And NASA has found an alternate way for nuclear fusion. It's time for the tech news and commentary on Joey's Totally Tech. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the tech news and commentary on Joey's Totally Tech. This is the September 28th, 2020 edition. Trump has approved the U.S. TikTok partnership with Oracle and Walmart. So in last week's news, we reported TikTok was likely going to be banned, but of course that was because we recorded the news before the deadline at the time. It was due to my schedule, and it didn't look like they would make it. But Donald Trump has endorsed the proposed deal for TikTok to partner with Oracle and Walmart to form a U.S. company. This new company will probably be based in Texas and will hire at least 25,000 people. Part of the deal requires that the company must make a $5 billion contribution to a fund dedicated to education for Americans. Oracle will host TikTok's U.S. data and will also secure its systems. Walmart is providing e-commerce, fulfillment, payments, and other services. WeChat, in the meantime, looks like it will be blocked. And this is great news for users of TikTok. People who use WeChat, on the other hand, I know there's some that will use WeChat to communicate with people in China, family members, etc. Unfortunately, it's not looking so good for them. But TikTok users can rejoice. NVIDIA is going to acquire ARM for $40 billion. NVIDIA and SoftBank Group Corp. announced a definitive agreement where NVIDIA will acquire ARM Limited from SoftBank. NVIDIA hopes to bring together their own leading AI computing platform with ARM's vast ecosystem to create a premier computing company for the age of AI. ARM processors are used in smartphones and tablets for the most part, the newest Apple computers, and in Raspberry Pis and some other small board computers. NVIDIA is known for its graphics processing technology as well as artificial intelligence. Now NVIDIA will get into the processor game somewhat. ARM doesn't make the processors themselves, but other companies obtain the license from ARM to create their own processors. There's no news of that process changing as far as I've found. 
Apple is temporarily waiving its App Store fee for Facebook's online events. Last month, Facebook introduced paid online events, and the company wanted to avoid collecting fees for the next year so that small businesses could get all of the money. But Apple's 30% cut made that difficult. Facebook announced this week, however, Apple has temporarily waived the fee. Online events will be processed through Facebook Pay without Apple collecting 30%. Businesses will receive all of the earnings for Facebook events. This comes amid pressure for Apple to change its stance on their 30% fee. Epic, Spotify, and others take on Apple with the Coalition for App Fairness. The companies have formed the Coalition for App Fairness. The group describes itself as a, quote, independent nonprofit organization founded by industry-leading companies to advocate for freedom of choice and fair competition across the app ecosystem, end quote. And they plan to take on Apple as members of the coalition have had problems with the 30% fee. The website appfairness.org lays out their demands. It exclusively targets Apple's App Store with the three issues. Anti-competitive policies that favor Apple's apps over competitors. The 15-30% fee in the App Store is too high. And Apple's ban on competing app stores and payment methods. Amazon is going to launch a new location tracking mesh network system. Amazon Sidewalk links smart home devices and other Amazon products using Bluetooth Low Energy or BLE. It turns devices such as smart lights into network bridges, allowing the system to triangulate the device's approximate location based on its contact with other Sidewalk-enabled devices. It can also be used to help simplify device setup, extend ranges of devices, and help devices stay online and updated. There are also security features to prevent unauthorized users from collecting data. Amazon is looking for third-party device partners for the project. And Twitter will start testing out voice DMs. The social network is experimenting with letting people record and send voice messages through direct messages. Brazil is the first country to test out the new feature. The messages will have 20-second time limits. The company received criticism over its audio tweets feature due to the company's failure to factor in accessibility into the design. Swift is now available for Windows. The language that is popular for making iOS apps is now available on Windows, and early adopters can start building new experiences with Swift for Windows. CMake is still used to create applications. Swift Package Manager support on Windows is coming soon. Early adopters such as Readall are working on porting Swift libraries to Windows, and there are many opportunities for anyone wanting to help push Swift on Windows forward. Microsoft gets the exclusive license for OpenAI's GPT-3 language model. Microsoft announced they will exclusively license GPT-3, one of the most powerful language understanding models in the world, from AI startup OpenAI. 
Microsoft's EVP, Kevin Scott, said that the new deal will allow them to leverage OpenAI's technical innovations to develop and deliver AI solutions for customers and create new solutions that harness the power of natural language generation. Google Maps adds COVID-19 layer to seek critical data in specific areas. Google announced a new layer in their Maps app, which provides information about COVID-19 cases in the area. The new feature helps users understand the situation before going into certain places. The feature, released this past week, shows color coding for areas with new COVID-19 cases per 100,000 people on a seven-day range. A label also indicates whether the number of cases is going up or down. A woman has died during a ransomware attack on a German hospital. This may be the first death linked to a ransomware attack on a hospital, as a woman trying to go to Dusseldorf University Hospital passed away. The hospital was unable to accept emergency patients due to the attack, and the patient was sent to another healthcare facility around 20 miles away. Though hospitals rely on internet-connected devices, many aren't prepared for cyber attacks. Security experts have warned for years that it's a matter of time before cyber attacks on hospital systems would result in death. This cyber attack was intended for a nearby university and was stopped once the authorities told the attackers they had actually shut down a hospital. German authorities are considering treating the cyber attack as a homicide. Lucid beats Tesla Model S Plaid prototype in a race with its own tri-motor air test vehicle. Lucid beat the Tesla Model S Plaid's Laguna Seca racetrack record. The tri-motor performance version of the Air Electric has over 1,200 horsepower. It recorded 1 minute 33 seconds in its timed lap. Lucid is expected to announce details of this car soon. Tesla is rumored to launch a new version of its flagship sedan soon as well. Traders don VR headsets in home offices. Banks would like to bring workers back to the office, particularly for regulatory sensitive roles like trading. But the pandemic means that many staff are wary about using public transportation, so some banks, UBS being one of them, are experimenting with Microsoft HoloLenses to recreate the experience of working in a packed trading floor. Many banks have tried to encourage the staff to come back to the office, but COVID-19 outbreaks have forced the staff to return home. Citigroup had developed an AR workstation system four years ago that combined 3D holograms and real-time financial data, but the system was never implemented due to limits in technology. I think right now it's the perfect time to be doing this. As we reported last week, Facebook has its Facebook office suite on uh, VR headsets as well. Their uh, Oculus Quest 2 will be able to do that. So this is good that Microsoft HoloLens is also being used to do that. 
Uh, this is something that they probably didn't think of even before the pandemic with doing trading via VR. But here we are. People can't go to the office right now because of potential COVID-19 outbreaks. They're working from home, so they need some way to do it. And VR is a good way for a lot of these jobs to get done. So you all know of the company Tesla, but did you know there's a company that's named after Nikola Tesla's first name? It's, yeah, there's Nikola. And they're in one of the same businesses as Tesla, the electric car market. Well, their founder is stepping down as the company faces fraud allegations. Trevor Milton, the CEO of Nikola, a company which makes zero-emissions vehicles, has stepped down from their board of directors. Steven Gursky, a former vice chairman of GM, is taking over. After GM had bought an 11% stake in Nikola, Hindenburg Research released a report accusing Nikola of exaggerating progress in technology. The company had recently released a video showing one of its trucks cruising down a hill, but Hindenburg says the video was staged. The SEC and the U.S. Department of Justice are investigating. Tesla's Battery Day announcements. Elon Musk made some announcements at Tesla's Battery Day. Tesla will manufacture its own tabless batteries designed to improve their vehicle range and power. These cells will be six times more powerful and increase range by 60% compared to the current batteries. The Model S Plaid will have a range of 520 miles, get 0 to 60 miles per hour in under 2 seconds, and have a top speed of 200 miles per hour. The car will cost $139,990 and be available in late 2021. Tesla is planning to open a new cathode plant here in North America that will make cathodes 76% cheaper and produce zero wastewater. They'll also eliminate the use of cobalt in cathodes Tesla's ultimate goal is to produce a $25,000 electric car. Meanwhile, Tesla had a network outage on Wednesday. Tesla had a complete network outage. Its internal systems were down and customer connectivity features weren't accessible. Staff couldn't process deliveries and orders during the outage. Starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time, Customers were unable to connect to their cars using the mobile app. The Tesla website returned an error beyond the main page. Energy products were also affected. The outage appeared to be global. Owners could still access and use their cars even with the connectivity issues. It's not the first system-wide outage at Tesla, but they rarely ever happen. Ring's new security camera is a drone that flies inside your house. The new Always Home Cam is an autonomous drone that flies around to view any room inside a home. It can automatically return to its dock to recharge when it's done flying. 
it will be available next year for $249.99. During setup, users build a map with their paths for the drone to follow. The camera will only record when in flight, since the charging docks block its view. It does make an audible noise when it's flying, so people will know when it's around. It's pretty amazing how far security and drone technology is coming, seriously. I think it would be pretty cool to have one of these, except I live in a small apartment where it would just fly around to maybe like three rooms and that's it. Hey, what do we do when the door is closed on the bedroom? It's just going to run right into the door, isn't it? <laughs> that's going to be funny. I got to see that. Computers compete for the gold at the Math Olympiad. The 61st International Mathematical Olympiad, or IMO, is the first to be held remotely. It may also be the last one that AI doesn't compete in. Researchers see IMO as an ideal proving ground for machines that are designed to think like humans. The problems don't require advanced math, but are extremely difficult. The most decorated IMO participants become legends in the mathematics community, and some move on to be superlative research mathematicians. Solving the problems that IMO gives requires a flash of insight, and that may not be possible on AI. Teaching AI to compete in the IMO would be challenging, as current software would most likely fail at the task. And Japan's 60-foot-tall Gundam robot is now walking. The Gundam at Japan's port of Yokohama is close to completion. The giant robot can walk, kneel, make hand gestures, and more. It weighs 25 tons. The robot was supposed to debut on October 1st, but the date was pushed back due to the pandemic. You know, I find it funny. I, I read about this uh, robot earlier this year, actually, but I find it funny. Years ago, people were telling me Japan already has Gundams. Uh, apparently, no, they did not. Um, I don't think they did from the sound of things, but several people had told me that. Uh, so I guess this is the first real one, if I remember correctly. Anyway, we'll be back right after these messages to the tech news and commentary on Joey's Totally Tech. you like the music and sound effects we're using on the Joey's Totally Tech podcast? Well, we get the licensing for this music through Epidemic Sound. If you're a content creator creating video on YouTube or other social media platforms, or a fellow podcaster, visit bit.ly slash JTT Epidemic. That's bit.ly slash JTT Epidemic. And you can sign up for a subscription for as little as $15 per month. 
They have a wide variety of genres of music, as well as sound effects you can incorporate into your content. You don't have to pay royalties, you just pay the monthly subscription fee. Or you can also buy lifetime licenses to particular tunes and effects too. So if you want to use some fresh music and help support this podcast too, check out bit.ly slash JTT Epidemic and sign up for Epidemic Sound today. Welcome back to the tech news and commentary on Joey's Totally Tech. And now it's time for some gaming news. To top our gaming news today, AIB RTX 3000 series cards are having issues. AIB partner EVGA says capacitor issues are to blame. EVGA seems to have confirmed that the issues with a certain type of capacitor could be causing an increased number of reports and crashes associated with factory overclocked NVIDIA RTX 3080 graphics cards in particular. EVGA says companies need to reduce their pause cap arrays and increase the 30 MLCC capacitors prior to shipping the boards. A recent video from Jay's Two Cents also seems to have confirmed this issue. The problem seems to only affect AIB board partner cards and not the Founders Edition cards from NVIDIA. Microsoft's Xbox Series X is selling out. It's no real surprise, I think, but the Xbox Series X pre-orders are selling out. It's been difficult to get pre-orders in. Many retailers' sites have been overwhelmed in the process. It's a similar mess with the PlayStation 5 right now as well. Microsoft has purchased Bethesda Softworks. Microsoft has purchased the parent company of Bethesda, Zenimax Media. And thus, Microsoft now owns Bethesda and games like the Elder Scrolls series. This was a $7.5 billion acquisition. Elder Scrolls Online will continue to be supported exactly as it was. Bethesda is working on two of the PlayStation 5 consoles exclusives for next year. All of Bethesda's gaming lineup will be part of the Xbox Game Pass. Microsoft has purchased a number of game studios in recent years, such as Double Fine, Undead Labs, Playground Games, Ninja Theory, Compulsion Games, and Obsidian Entertainment. This really makes Microsoft that much larger of a company. They were already pretty big enough, in my opinion. And they own a lot of game studios. Now they're even larger 
and it's just kind of ridiculous. They've already had a majority of the desktop computer market for a long time. Now, they're going to have even more game studios, and how big does Microsoft need to be, guys? Unfortunately, uh, uh, they're not as big as, like, Google or Amazon these days, are they? <laughs> Well, Amazon has announced their cloud gaming service, Luna. Amazon announced the new service this past week. The service has been rumored since last year. It will initially be available on PC, Mac, Fire TV, and web apps. U.S. users can request early access at an introductory price of $5.99 per month. That's $5.99 per month. The service offers the ability to play Luna Plus channel games on two devices simultaneously. 4K 60fps resolution will be available for select titles. It will feature Twitch integration. Amazon also announced an Alexa-enabled Luna controller, which will cost $49.99. Over 100 titles will be available when the service launches. Amazon has partnered with Ubisoft for content. So I think it's good to see some more competition in the cloud gaming space. We've got Stadia, GeForce Now, xCloud, and now Luna. I'm trying to remember if there's anything else. I can't remember off the top of my head, but those are the ones I think of off the top of my head. The Cyberpunk 2077 system requirements have been revealed. Developer CD Projekt Red has shared both minimum and recommended system requirements on the latest episode of Night City Wire. The minimum system requirements are Windows 7 or 10 64-bit version, DirectX 12, Intel Core i5-3570K or AMD FX8310 processor, 8GB of RAM, an NVIDIA GTX 783 GB or AMD Radeon RX 470 graphics card, and 70GB of hard drive space. And the recommended requirements, Windows 10, DirectX 12, Intel Core i7-4790 processor or AMD Ryzen 3 3200G processor, 12GB of RAM, and NVIDIA GTX 1066GB or AMD Radeon R9 Fury graphics card, and 70GB of solid-state drive storage. And now moving on to science and space. A molecule that allows bacteria to exhale electricity. A groundwater-dwelling genus of bacteria called the geobacter eats organic waste and exhales electrons. This generates a tiny electric current. The geobacter breathes through conductive filaments hundreds of times their size called nanowire. And nanowire is 100,000 times smaller than the width of a human hair, and it's capable of transporting electrons far from the microbes' bodies. 
Understanding how this works could be crucial in transforming Geofactor colonies into live batteries. That's pretty crazy. A bacteria could provide your electricity for your portable items. That's pretty insane. Or I don't know, what kind of batteries are they talking about? Maybe like car batteries or something? That would be really insane, but I don't know the kind of electricity these things are producing right now. Killing cancer without drugs? A Nanyang Technological University research team in Singapore has killed cancer cells in mice using a new approach which turns a nanoparticle into a Trojan horse. They coated a silica nanoparticle with L-phalanolin, an amino acid that cancer cells rely on. When they absorbed the compound, they self-destruct. The technique was used in lab tests with mice to kill cancer cells effectively while remaining harmless to healthy cells. Further research will refine the design and chemistry of the nanoparticle to make it more accurate in targeting specific cancer types and achieving higher therapeutic efficacy. So that's good news, especially for cancer patients or loved ones with cancer patients. That is amazing. I'm glad we're approaching a cure for cancer, possibly. A tiny triboelectric nanogenerator can harvest energy from your walking. Researchers in China have designed a tiny wind turbine that can use the breeze you make from walking. It's made of two plastic strips in a tube that clap together when there is airflow. Electricity is generated through the triboelectric effect. The team working on this hopes to bring wind power to areas where traditional wind turbines haven't been useful. A production company looks to film a space reality TV show with the winner flying into orbit. Space Hero Incorporated plans to produce a reality TV show competition with the winner going on a trip to the International Space Station. They're working with Axiom Space to help broker the trip for the winner. Contestants from around the world will train for space travel. The winner will receive a 10-day stay at the space station, and the trip will be televised from launch to return. Axiom has yet to select a launch provider for this mission, but both SpaceX and Boeing vehicles are possible candidates to get the winner there. NASA also plans to fly Tom Cruise to the space station for a movie, and is also planning to begin filming ads on the space station in the next few months. NASA has found another way into nuclear fusion. A type of fusion known as lattice confinement fusion takes place in the narrow channels between atoms and results in a Goldilocks effect where the atoms are neither supercooled nor superheated, yet they reach fusion-level energy. The energy required to induce fusion is significantly lower when atoms are packed densely within the lattice of another element. Other methods require immense temperatures that create logistical problems. Scientists will have to find a way to increase the rate of atomic reactions manifold before this new method is practical, however. Finally, 
NASA's sonification project can let us hear the cosmos. Sonification from NASA's Chandra X-ray Center translates telescope data into sound, letting people hear some of the most recognizable features of space. Many of the images are composite images of different elements or types of light to make it easier to visualize structures. The project produced three sonifications, each with slightly different techniques and producing different sounds and qualities. This has been the Tech News and Commentary on Joey's Totally Tech. Thank you for listening, and I will catch you next time.